Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am one of your two co-hosts, Patrick Lyons. And I'm Susie Hunter. Uh, Patrick, We before we talk about anything, we need to acknowledge your new home studio because it is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, you can't see a ton of it, but behind me is the piece de resistance, a sheet, uncut sheet from 1987 tops. Uh, has some of my favorite players from that year. And uh, all the way at the top, We'll have to get this out on the social medias here at some point. But all the way at the top is a little card from a left-handed starting pitcher for the Kansas City Royals by the name of Bud Black. So that was we a know fun him. Easter egg when I saw that. We yeah. know him. <laughs> we talk about him every single day. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a cool little Easter egg to see that up there. It's something I've had for like 15 years. And so got the office redecorated. Uh, it's ready to go. I, I feel like my, my writing prowess has grown it's a little bit better. The carpeting beneath my feet is, feels even softer. It's uh, it's great. So uh, I'm glad you you enjoy the backdrop here, uh, which you can see over on the DMVR Sports Channel on YouTube. Of course, we've got uh, Pirates Rockies to talk about from last night. Some history being made in several different ways. We'll preview the game on a Tuesday, a 4:35 start. Basically, we're your pregame show. Let's face it. Uh, and of course, we're going to play a fun fun game as we always do. Say. What? Say what? It's like one of my favorite games. Yeah, we're going to test your knowledge, see if you're paying attention to what these guys are saying out there in the media. So Sunday, we had the longest game of the season at, I want to say, three hours, six minutes. Were you ready for how <laughs> quick? People were literally blinking, and they turned the game on, and it was in the eighth inning. Or they yawned. Yawns take longer than blinks, uh, scientifically proven. But they yes. yawned, and the game was over. It was one hour, 55 minutes tied for the second quickest nine inning game this season. And it's the second quickest game in Rockies history. Is that too quick? You know what? Um, uh, it, it felt more normal. Like yesterday's game, even though it was less than two hours, felt like more of a normal time now that I'm used to the pitch clock as opposed to the three hour game that felt like a lifetime. So I feel like I have adjusted so quickly to the pitch clock, but you know what? Pitchers duels will do that to you. That was such a fast game. It absolutely flew by. Yeah. Great point. It, it was all about the starting pitching Mitch Keller against Kyle Freeland, Kyle Freeland, man, since that start against the, the pirates where he gave up nine runs, seven earned, he's been absolutely fantastic. In fact, I had to do the quick math there to figure out, well, if you took out his second inning, because that second inning, he gave up six runs, four were earned. Uh, we saw a Montero error there. And you're yeah, talking about the previous Pirate yeah. series, correct? Yes. Yeah, the previous Pirate <laughs> Just series. Just to clarify, right? in case you're not paying attention. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I think that was uh, was an April 17th start. Mm -hmm. And he only walked one, had, gave up four singles, but you know was charged with, with four runs there. You take that out of the, the record. 284 ERA. He's still at 357 right now, which is really good. Um, but it's Kyle Freeland is, is definitely locked in. Made one bad pitch, gave up a two run home run to Rodolfo Castro. Uh, and that was it. That was the mm -hmm. really the only action of this whole entire game. <laughs> Nothing else happened. Not a damn thing. Uh, yeah, what an interesting game. I thought it was also so interesting. Um, uh, both pitchers threw about 100 pitches, uh, but one of them lasted all nine innings. And, of course, it was not Kyle Freeland. The Rockies got shut out by one dude on the mound. One dude. Yeah, Mitch Keller. 
we talked about this a little bit uh, yesterday uh, with Mitch Keller. You know, he was a, he was a, a high first round pick, and just kind of took him a while to to develop and kind of get his legs uh, underneath him. And 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 we saw like how good he is in that that potentials there. So had the uh, complete game shutout, only the third Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher to ever throw a shutout against these Colorado Rockies. The first was Paul Wagner back in 1995. I kind of remember that name. Mm. Uh, there's also two brothers who are Hall of Famers from the Pirates, uh, Paul Wayner and Lloyd Wayner, who, fun story, their nicknames were Big Poison and Little Poison. And so you go, oh, that's a cool nickname to be called Poison, right? Yeah, that's cool. That's fun. I love you. Is, I mean, we were. I feel like we were talking about this not on the show yesterday, but just like nicknames where it's like big this, little that. We got big toe. We got little toe in the Rockies organization. That's it. Well, what's funny is as cool as poison sounds, that wasn't the word that was being shouted at them. These these the only brothers uh, that are in the, the Hall of Fame. Uh, they were in New York, and it was someone with a thick New York accent saying, hey, there's a big poison and a little poison. And person oh. became poison. Oh, so it's Paul supposed Wagner, to be person. Yes. Got it. So I think that's a funny story. And then the other one was uh, was Jeff Supan in, in, in 2003. Seventh pirate to throw nine innings against the Rockies in a single start. Also on that list, you'll like this, Susie, was uh, back in 2004, Oliver Perez. That wasn't even his rookie year. Like, that's how long Oliver Perez has been around. He's, <laughs> he's retired, right? He did retire, or is he still kicking around? I mean, there's no way to know. <laughs> Until he throws out the first pitch at a Mets game and the Rockies scout him, he could still be technically unretired. He may still be at large. <laughs> he's at large. Uh, the defense was solid. Defense was solid again mm -hmm. yesterday. Doyle, another one of those diving catches. Tovar looked really smooth. In fact, we have an article that just went up on the DNBR.com about you know the struggles that Tovar had in April and how he's really busted out in a big way the last few weeks, both offensively as well as defensively. And you can you know, check that out for free over at the DNBR.com as well. Um, yeah, Tovar's been good. such and a then, great bright spot right now. He has been, and, you know, and I, and I put in the article, like, you know, say what you will about the Rockies, maybe not, you know, bringing the, the excitement level uh, to what you would like for them to, and, and still they've got a long way to go up, uh, uphill to, to avoid a hundred losses or um, to at least, you know, maybe avoid losing 98 games and tying for the worst record in franchise history. But the one highlight, undoubtedly the biggest thing, the exciting thing to watch for every day, because he's making these kind of plays every day that you go, Wow, that's pretty impressive from a 21-year-old. It's Ezekiel Tovar. He is the must-see watch right now for the Rockies. Not the team quite as much all the time. Sometimes the team is exciting to watch, but Tovar is undoubtedly exciting to watch. Yes, every, every single day he has been exciting to watch, especially this past like week or so. Uh, but, you know, the Rockies have been really fun to watch the past week also, which has been really exciting. Yeah, it has been. I was, I was looking up just random statistics and as it came up, do you know who has played the most games this year for the Colorado Rockies? Ooh, who has right? played the point. most games this year? Um, who is it? So then you got to think who has not, or who has, yeah, who has not sat out the most. I know I'm saying the same thing. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, let me, let me get there. Let me get there. Um, uh, okay, maybe, maybe Rymac, maybe, maybe 
Profar? I'm going to guess Profar, actually. In a weird way, I, that was when I, even though I knew I had the information in front of me, I asked the question to myself and I go, okay, Profar, he wasn't even there the first three games of the season. So we're like totally forgetting that. Right. Technically, already he's like disqualified. Ezekiel Tovar has played the most out of anybody on the Rockies. And I go, oh yeah, that's right. I've probably only seen Trejo at shortstop two or three times. And you go, yeah, they are running this kid out there. And he's just, he's been so impressive. Equally as impressive and maybe surprisingly as impressive is Elias Diaz, who catches Unreal. their days off. Not him, apparently. Unreal, yeah. Hashtag no days off for Elias Diaz. But also, he's just, imagine trying to run on Elias Diaz. Like, what a mistake that is, because he will get you. Yeah, he should He should do a little Mutumbo. Like, don't dash, <laughs> a little finger wag. Nah, 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 nah. Don't dash on me. <laughs> Have you been working on that? Just improved it right now. Look, that's my, my we love a good prop skills coming in handy. Yeah, he gunned down three base stealers yesterday. Actually, tied the franchise record for three in a game. Last time that had happened was your Victorialba in LA back in 2008. So, right now, he's thrown out 53% of all base stealers. Uh, if he were to stay on that trajectory, he would set a new franchise mark. Uh, the record is in uh, back in 2005 Danny Ardois yes 22 hmm. of 45 base stealers he caught stealing so uh, one of those deep cut names if you know you know probably worth a free beer at the DNVR bar as well <laughs> yeah if you show up in that jersey um I'll buy you I'll buy you a shot how about that you know what so so that's good to know so the uh, the discord I don't know I don't know what what the difference is between this year and last year but like the our Rockies discord channel which again is only for the diehards that are signed up mm -hmm. to dnvr.com but like these guys are uh amazing like they they're saying things that sometimes make me go oh i actually hadn't even thought of that yet they're they're getting the conversation going they've actually pitched and i think this should be a thing every month there should be a new player jersey that the the uh the diehards only discord gets to pick and they're like you know what if you come to the bar in a castro jersey harold castro Hitting Harold, you should get a free drink. And I think, you know what? I think that is fair. So uh, that's one of those perks, I think, of, of being a diehard at the dnvr.com, besides all the free content, the 15% off. The, is uh, this the an ad read? Yeah. Oops. Sorry, I just slipped into one by accident. There. Oops, it's an ad read. <laughs> yeah. Oops, all ad reads. No, no one would listen to that show. <laughs> that's the opposite of the show. That was my Friday uh, show, Oops, all ad reads. <laughs> <laughs> Your last Friday one, you mean? Yeah. Because I read all the wrong ads for the first break, and then I had to do all of them for the second break. It was a mess. And you know what? That happened to me the other day where like, I, read, I read two that were the wrong day, and I go, all right, let's pivot. Let's transition out of this. And I, So you know what? We actually both made the same mistake in the, in the same week, which is, which is pretty wild. And when we're talking wild, you know what we're talking about. The DNVR bar. Nuggets watch party. If you can't get tickets to game five down at the ball, go to the next best thing, baby ball. It's the spot on the corner of Colfax, New York. 15% off food and drink. I mean, 20% off DNVR locker, 20% uh, off all the gear that you want to just buy down at the bar, 20% off all the takeovers and tailgates. We've talked about another takeover of Coors Field. Nothing is official yet, but we are working on getting another one. And again, once that starts on sale, once that goes on sale, you got to get those tickets as soon as possible because we did sell out uh, and we anticipate that there to be even more 
uh, and even quicker ticket sales to go down for that one. So uh, all kinds of good stuff over at thednvr.com. All kinds of great stuff from the folks at Backus and Shanker. Backus and Shanker! So good, hitting the pitch every single time. Backus and Shanker is hitting it out of the park each and every time because, look, they've been doing it for 25 years, so they've got the experience. They've got a team. They've got a full roster, 100 folks on staff, 30 lawyers, and the results are there. The, the, the proof is in the pudding to the tune of $1 billion. That is a very expensive order of pudding. But Backus and Shanker is going to make sure that they get the deal done for you. And look, they're going to work for you for free. You can consult them for free. They're going to do work for you for free. It's all free until they win some money for you. Absolutely fantastic. Colorado, ColoradoLaw.net online or just give them a call. 222-2222. All Alexi Amaristas. <laughs> we can't, look, actually, we could, say, we could still say all Jonathan Dazas. Because he's still in the organization. He's still so in the organization. I was going to say, is he still wearing number two down in Albuquerque? I don't know. There's, there's not always a crossover between the AAA number and then the big league number. Let's like find out. Gets... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to consult my sources, and I hope we find out by the end of the show. Okay. Yes. I, I would like to know. Yeah, there. And I wonder how many players. And this, this should be a spreadsheet. All right. I give myself some homework. How many players have worn the same number in AAA hmm. as in the big leagues for the Rockies? Because chances are there's very few, if any, because just a different population of, uh, of numbers. Exactly. So that's cool. All right. So you're going to get on that one. You're going to mm -hmm. do that. Um, while you're doing that, everyone make sure they get over and check out Volo Sport, especially because right now they're doing something pretty cool where um, they've got some free drop-ins. They've got a Volo Pass launch party uh, that was fantastic over on Cinco de Mayo. They've got even more things coming up. Uh, May 11th is actually when May League registration closes. So get on top of that because they're in all, all over the nation. and They've been coming into our bar uh, having an amazing time. And so uh, I know I personally need to sign up. I'm a little bit busy with the season. I know you are too, Susie. Mm -hmm. So that's okay because for folks like us and for folks that are out there listening, they've got a nice option where it's $20 per month for three-month membership. And you can just drop in and you can just uh, do, do a pickup. You can get into tournaments. Uh, it's really fantastic. You can do $200 for the year. There's a beta version where it's $10 for a month, for three months. So there's a lot of different options to play volleyball, soccer, kickball, or go bowling with the entire DNVR crew, who apparently they are dominant on alleys down at Cherry Creek every Monday night. Yeah, they've been so good. Um, yeah, they were there last night. It's like a whole thing that they do every single Monday. It sounds so much fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's fun. And they're not just in Cherry Creek, too, right? They're in Lodo. Rhino, the Highlands, Sloan's Lake. Also, we're talking Aurora, Northfield, Inglewood. So uh, in and around the Denver metro area, it's absolutely fantastic. It's Volo Sport. We got to find out if they have a wiffle ball league because that'll be the one that you and I will have to sign up for. I mean, if they have wiffle ball or even blitz ball, oof, sheesh. I'm all over it. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I definitely mm -hmm. would be down for that. Elias Diaz with those three caught stealing. Two of them were via... Strike him out, throw him out. Patrick Saunders found this little piece of information out, courtesy of Elias Sports Bureau. It was uh, the first time that they had a two strike him out, throw him out in a game since 2006. That was also your V. Tori Alba. Um, and back then in 2006 when he did it, they were both to end an inning. So, uh, again, 
one of those rarities when whenever you go to a game or watch a game, you never know what could possibly happen. So that's why we're going to be watching tonight. You know what? I'll tell you what. You know what we're not going to see tonight? We are not going to see uh, Chris Bryant reach the 2,000 hit milestone. And that's because <laughs> last night we saw him reach the 1,000 hit milestone for Mr. KB23. This was so exciting. I uh, uh, We love a milestone, and this is this is a big one for Chris Bryant. Yeah, it really is. Uh, debuted back in 2015. Got his first hit uh, at Wrigley Field against Tyson Ross. Um, his first one against the Rockies came that summer, July 27th, 2015, against Jorge De La Rosa. Zach Davies, a guy that he used to face a lot when he was with the Brewers, well, Davies is now with the Diamondbacks, so he's still in the same division as Chris Bryant. That's who he's gotten the most hits off of, 18. Had to look it up. Sinzatella and Freeland have given up four hits against Chris Bryant. Marquez and Gomber have given up one. So now they don't have to worry about facing him anymore. And uh, <laughs> and then we got more milestones. It's, it's nice. Look, look it's, it's longevity. 1,000 doesn't roll off the tongue like 3,000 hits, right? But still, not a ton of guys have ever gotten 1,000 hits, and not a ton have done it with the Rockies either. I was going to say, um, I wonder, yeah, who was even next in line for 3,000 hits? Oof, on the Rockies right now? Oh, that's no, all like anywhere. <laughs> oh, anywhere? Yeah. Oh, that. Uh, Matt Carpenter. No, I have, I have no idea. Who's who's sitting at 998 somewhere around the league? Gosh, that, that I, I, I couldn't even begin to, to possibly think about it. Maybe Matt Carpenter. Now, he's been around a little bit longer, but he's been hurt. He's probably got a thousand hits and he's a high batting average kind of guy. He's probably over that mark. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, that that's pretty neat for him uh, to have reached that. I also figured out, uh, realized that. Uh, so the Pirates, of course, are 4-0 against the Rockies this season. They've never swept the Rockies in a year. They've never done it. Ooh, this is juicy stuff. Yeah, you know, I was curious to see how this game was going to go because the Rockies have been trending upward the pirates have been trending downward like i think that might have been the first game in may that they've won so uh, you know they're they're ebbing and flowing but i would be i would be surprised if they completely sweep the rockies this season yeah 2015 was their worst year ever against the pirates they went one and six uh, and all other years they've won at least two games so historically speaking rockies will actually win these next two games We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, on Tuesday, we got Connor Siebold against Luis L. Ortiz making his 2023 debut for the Pirates. That's at 4:35, and then uh, tomorrow we got we got an early one. Is that 10:35? Breakfast and baseball, my favorite. Yeah, that's uh, that's an early one. That's going to be an early one tomorrow, 10:35. So we'll be we'll be going live with the post game show at 1 p.m. Mm -hmm. Absolutely wild. There was a lineup shakeup too, uh, where Grichuk stayed in there, batting second in the lineup for the Rockies. Profar dropping to seventh for the first time this year. Wow. Less than ideal for the uh, the guy they paid nearly eight million dollars to bat leadoffs. Um, Tovar still in there, and uh, and also you you have to go to sixth in the lineup in the Rockies lineup this year before you reach someone under the age of thirty. Hmm. The Rockies, a young team. Who knew? Who? who I, I don't know yet. <laughs> who? Does anyone know if they're young? Oh, boy. So <laughs> wild. So friggin' wild. Yeah, quick game yesterday. Um, I was also uh, going back and reading some old Jason Stark, uh, Philly guy, so I know you, you probably read a lot of him. 
uh, back in the day, and uh, and he's got a wonderful column where he finds like the most obscure statistics. So of course, that's one of my favorite reads of the week. And going back a couple weeks ago when the Pirates and Rockies were home, Rockies won 14 to three against the Rockies. Did you know the Denver Broncos have never lost a game 14 to three? That's a perfect football score. Two touchdowns, you kick a field goal, you come away with the L. Rockies did it against Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. Twice. Broncos have never done it ever. The Rockies did it twice in one series. Um, and the Broncos have never. Wow, that is crazy. That is such a good football score, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That That's absolutely weird. weird. I was also looking up uh, Colorado Rockies lead all of MLB in challenges. Really? Challenging the most plays of like, hey, buddy's throwing out his little red flag saying, let's go ahead and review this. Let's get the, the headset on, do the whole thing. They've been at 50%, seven for 14. There are actually only one of 11 teams who uh, have won their challenges more than uh, at or more than 50% of the time. Hmm. The two worst teams. Padres are 0-7. They are the worst. Next worst are the Mets, 0-6. They've yet to win a challenge this whole year. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Also, like, but maybe they'd win some more if they just, like, chirped up, chimed in about things they didn't like. The greasy, what yeah. is it? The greasy, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. That's the saying. I'm like, what is the saying? <laughs> Hi, squeaky I'm here. I'm here. I'm locked in. You go. You got it. You got it. Kansas City and Miami, they're both uh, three of four. So, like, technically they lead 75%, but that's a super low number. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll give the, the championship right now at this point in the season on May 9th to the Phillies. They're five for seven in their challenges, mm. 71%. So it's pretty good. So the Rockies have had 14 challenges, um, uh, and seven of them have been successful. Who is next in line in terms of just the number of challenges? Uh, I don't, oh, the, just, the, just challenges in general. Yeah. That would be the Pittsburgh pirates. So basically, <laughs> can you bet on uh, anywhere? Can you bet on like a double challenge? I imagine that's one of those things. If you could bet on balls and strikes, you should bet on, will we see a challenge today? It's so random. There's no way of knowing it. It's really just like a coin toss kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Are you just Interesting. guessing? Uh, are we betting yeah. right now? I'm going to say, yeah, there's going to be a challenge today. I think there will be. Well, we got to get more specific. We need tiebreakers. There will be Ooh. two challenges today. Rockies will win theirs. Pirates will lose theirs. Go ahead and clip this bad boy out because <laughs> I predicted it today. I'm the one. Thank you for clarifying. I think it'll just be one challenge. Okay. And the Rockies will lose it. <laughs> <clears throat> That is oh, a bummer. Right. Alyssa liked that one. <laughs> as long as she's <laughs> laughing, I'm, I'm good. That's it. Uh, speaking of uh, winning things, Jordan Beck, Northwest League Player of the Week, was 14 for 30. Uh, last week, three doubles, five homers, 16 RBI in a week. In a week, 16 RBI for this guy. Unbelievable. That's awesome. Right. That is really cool. The future's bright. We love talking about the future. Hope springs eternal, as you like to say, Patrick. Oh, so many times. I have a tattoo, uh, my lower back, that says that because I'm just a huge baseball guy. Do not show us ever. We don't want to see it. <laughs> By the way, funny sidetrack. Um, one of my best friends in high school, 
he got a tattoo and he de he designed it himself. Okay. And um and at the time I thought, oh, that's lame. You designed it yourself. Like you're supposed to go to the tattoo artist and they're the ones that are the pros and they who should design it. And then as I got older, I realized like actually, you know what? Props to my friend. Like that's cool that you know, he was creative and, and he designed his own logo for tattoo. So, you know what, I probably shouldn't have given him so much crap uh, that I saw him, you know, years later, talked to him about it and was reminded the fact that despite the fact that he decorated, uh, you know, a wonderful tattoo for himself, he did get it on his lower back the week before it kind of became a, a trademark of, uh, of a certain demographic and gender. Oh, no. Oh, that's... it was like, yeah. Poor guy. Is it like a good tattoo, though? It's a little tribally, so it's, oh, okay. it's very, very of the time. It's very like the week what, before. What tribe is your friend from in New Jersey? Uh, the Gabagools? <laughs> yeah. He's Greek, so I mean, it makes sense. It makes oh, sense, so. oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> Ted, if you're out there, I will not give out your last name, but I'll just say, what's up, Ted? Of course um, he's a Ted. That's it. A, a Greek uh, Ted? Couldn't be. <laughs> yeah, that's it now um shout out to props to uh grayson griner who is the name that we may have mentioned once now he was a very very late signing for the rockies uh triple a guy who had spent part of five seasons in the major leagues basically once willie mciver went down uh we talked about this yesterday a little bit with uh with danielle allen tuck some of the prospects that we previewed in the first segment like jordan beck but willie mciver goes down he's gonna be out for about six weeks he might be on the comeback trail that could be an indicator with uh, the news uh, that grayson griner put out there on all social platforms was that grayson griner retiring so you know it seemed like maybe he was kind of on the fence about retiring anyway and the rocky said look we need you to do a job here. We're, we're out of catcher. We need an experienced guy like yourself. Come on in, you know, maybe make a couple bucks. Maybe this will look good for, uh, for his coaching future, but Grayson Griner, short-lived career with the isotopes, but uh, a, definitely a very purposeful career. So uh, congratulations on a, on a wonderful career to Grayson Griner, but uh, he's, uh, he's stepping aside and retiring. Yeah. Wow. I was, uh, yeah. I mean, good for him. Good. Best of luck to him on his, uh, the next chapter of his life. But yeah, a lot of uh, catcher moves the past week. I'm exhausted. Very true. All right. Uh, before we play our game, I do want to look at uh, some yes. some images here. Susan, yes. Because the Pirates have a free shirt promo on Fridays. And these shirts, some of them go hard. Some of them are okay. Maybe you can rate them. Okay. But uh, here, here's some of them. Super producer Alyssa will, will pop it up and we'll take it as they come. These are, again, just free shirts that the Pirates are, are giving away on Friday. Every Friday? Every Friday they're giving away a shirt? Uh, they, they've got a, a few coming up. Yeah, I don't know the exact dates, but... Many Fridays. Um, yeah. Fri Not all Fridays, Fridays but shirt. many of them. Got it. I just wanted to make sure I understood what Pittsburgh has to offer. All right, look at this one. This one... Classic black and yellow. It says Yinzer Alusa. Oh, Palooza, of course. Yinzer Palooza. You know what? I I like this one a lot, and it's uh, shaped like a keystone because Pennsylvania is the keystone state. I always forget that Correct. Pittsburgh is in Pennsylvania, even though I'm also technically from Pennsylvania. Philly's not Pennsylvania. It's a different state. 
It's its own thing. Different, different country, different world. It's and a then different you've got world. one that <laughs> then you've got one that it might lack some pop, right? Doesn't have a lot of color. It's a black t-shirt with an, an off-white uh, coloration of, of, of the, the lettering and, and the numbers on there. But mm -hmm. it pays homage to the uh, Negro National League team that did play in Pittsburgh, the Homestead Grays. Um, so that that's a nice touch. So again, the Yinzer one pops more and looks great. The grays, just a good one to have in your collection because it honors the Negro Leagues. These are actually, the, I think these shirts both go so hard. Also, I'm realizing, I'm like, oh, this shape is is the Heinz ketchup logo too because there is a rich Heinz ketchup history in Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where am I? What year is it? Um, <laughs> I, um, That's right. I hadn't realized that. It is, it is Heinz. And for anyone that doesn't know, like, what is that word keystone? It's also a nickname for second base. Sometimes if you do, if you look it up, second base and shortstop. I've never heard that. Are the keystone positions, but typically you you hear the keystone spot more mm -hmm. along the lines of the second baseman because the second baseman you think of is, is aligned with the second base, which is in the top middle of the diamond. And that's what a keystone is. It is the yeah. stone that placed in the middle of a curved archway. So it holds up the two ends. And for a while, that's what Pennsylvania was. It kind of connected New England with, you know, the Midwest. And so Pennsylvania, Keystone State. Yes. Thank you for letting our viewers know. Um, <laughs> now, oh, OK. These? What are these? These are now, very yes. that that one is very yellow, maybe like a little too yellow. I'm going to say that this first shirt does that say let's go bucks. Um, I'm going to say this does not go hard. See, I, I am, I'm okay with it. I don't own a lot of yellow shirts uh, for my complexion, but as far as shirts and go- And as you shouldn't, you should never wear yellow. <laughs> I, I like the Saved by the Bell motif though. It's a nice throwback looking shirt. And again, mm -hmm. as a freebie, that's pretty nice. And then this one on the right pays homage to like the early nineties when the pirates decided, you know what? Let's use a little bit of red in our uniforms and our caps. How do you like the one on the red, on, on the right, Susie? You know what? Um, I like the I like the art on this. Um, it's very vintage looking. Uh, the red is yeah. throwing me off a little bit for sure because that's definitely not a Pittsburgh color, but I, I like this one a lot. I'm not yeah. gonna say it goes yeah, hard, like, but it goes. Yeah. They're great throwbacks. Like there, there are gonna be people you know, that go into a Goodwill or an Ark somewhere in the Pittsburgh, greater Pittsburgh area in a year or two, find these and be like, oh my God, this is 30 years old. Like I'm going to make so much money uh, on Mercari or something like that. No, sorry. It was a 2023 giveaway by the Colorado Rockies. So, um, By the Colorado yeah, that, Rockies? By the Pittsburgh Pirates. There we go. So, none of us, again, none of us know where we are today. It's fine. It's, it's wishful thinking, you know, Pirates, they've got a Hall of Fame, a Team Hall of Fame. I want the Rockies to get one. Would love you know? that. Yeah. Yeah, there's the, all, all the free shirts that the Rockies are giving away now are part of like a bigger package that you have to like actually pay for, which is which is not great. But I'll tell you what is great, game time tickets, because they are giving you $20 on your first purchase. You use code DNVR when you sign up. First time users, you get $20 off. So depending on, on how little interest there is in an event where they're selling tickets to, <laughs> could very well be a Rockies game. You can buy a whole row or buy four seats for you and your friends. It's fantastic. Or if it's a Nuggets game, you go, well, Patrick, I can't, 
I'm going to pay for a fraction of my ticket price for the Nuggets. So, I mean, that's nice. It's 20 bucks back in my pocket. But the best part about game time is that if you wait closer to the start of the event, even as close as about 60 minutes, tickets are still there. And ticket brokers and folks that are unfortunately enough could not make it to the game, they're going to lower their prices slowly but surely. Go in there, snipe, get a lower than face value ticket, up to about 60% lower than face value, then use that code DNVR, get $20 off, and you're going to feel really good watching a trademark all-time classic Nikola Jokic game for the Nuggets in Game 5 tonight, and you're going to save money doing it as well with game time tickets. Such course, a good deal. I'm, I'm already it I'm already is. looking up tickets for a Saturday, even though Saturday is my night off. Uh, but the Phillies are in town, so like it would be weird if I wasn't there. So I'm like, eh, I got to figure out where I'm going to sit. Ticket prices are okay right now, but I know they're going to drop. So I know sometimes you will, you know, do some binge listening on Patrick shows, and <laughs> you might not listen to the day of. It might be the day after. But did you by any chance hear uh, the news from Danielle Allentuck uh, about? Uh, her weekend plans this weekend coming oh, up. She's, she I'm pretty sure this is the weekend she goes to Philly for Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, that would be great. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, I know. I know which show she's going to. Um, yeah, no, I, we've talked at length about her Taylor Swift plans. It's like that we have like baseball and Taylor Swift in common. <laughs> so if you have a choice and I guess technically you still do, if you wanted to jump on a plane for Friday night, spend a lot of money but just at face value alone would you want to be in an arena with i don't know eighty thousand people watching taylor swift for about two and a half hours or would you rather spend three days at the ballpark with bryce harper which of those i would two would you like i mean i would rather see taylor swift <laughs> um but i'm planning on going to that show with my friends here in denver so i i feel like it's something that i, I want to share with my friends who also love Taylor Swift. I don't have like a lot of Swifty friends in Philly anymore. So, yeah. I, so I technically would rather see Taylor Swift, but I will be watching Bryce Harper back in action all freaking weekend. That'll be fun for me. Yeah, no, that'll be exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to Bryce coming back here to, mm -hmm. to play that. That'll be a lot, of, a lot of excitement going on for that. And of course, if you're pre-gaming for game five of the Nuggets, or your pregame for the Rockies game, whatever it is, 13 home games in 17 days. Come down to the DNVR bar, have some avalanche ale. And you know what? Even if you, you just are hanging out at home and you can't make it down to the corner of Colfax and York, fear not because you can go to breckbrew.com, go to the Breckbrew locator and find out where you can get it in your neighborhood. That avalanche ale, that caramel malt that lends the toffee sweetness with a touch of bittering hops Ooh. It gives the beer such a clean finish. It's a well-rounded, flavorful beer, as we call it. The Harold Castro of Breck Brews. What a well-rounded young man and a well-rounded beer. Yeah, can do it all. The beer can do it all. Harold Castro can do it all. It's absolutely <laughs> amazing. And, of course, uh, if you want to get a Harold Castro bobblehead, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. But you can at least email the folks over at FOCO because <laughs> they make bobbleheads for everybody else. They make hats and shirts for all the teams all of the colleges and universities as well. It's amazing, and it's not just in our market. So you know about the back-to-back -back Jokic bobblehead, you know about you know Joe Sackick, Stanley Cup bobbleheads, the Broncos. We've got a, an awesome spring training one that they sent us that's just, it looks like it should cost 150 bucks, and it's a fraction of that. I wish Even I had better. it in reach. Uh <laughs> 
But well, it's, sometimes I hold it up. <laughs> it is almost like winning a Moon Man for an MTV Movie Award. You know, Low I, key, I, I yeah. The Bob Moon Man. That's just me. Uh, but if you use code DNVR when you go to foco.com, you can get 10% off all non-presale items that are available. That's it. That's the ticket. Again, get something for a loved one in a different market. That's quite all right. That's all good. Mark in the chat. He is saying he would rather hang out with Bryce Harper than go see Taylor Swift. He is a little bit maybe surprised and disappointed. That might be the first time Mark has uh, disagreed with one of us, perhaps. What are we doing here, he says. Um, <clears throat> let me clear my throat and explain myself. Here's the thing. Both of them have such impressive careers. Um, and uh, listen, I love Bryce Harper. I would die for Bryce Harper. I love that he's back. I can't wait to see him. But Taylor Swift, I mean, she does not go on tour too often. She's just got this one summer going on right now. Bryce Harper, we've got a lot of years left to see him too. That's true. Both, both are headed to the Hall of Fame, right? We can agree on that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's true. They're, they're both headed that way. And you've also, and even though, so this concert is in Philly, so it's different. You got to get on a plane. Can't even happen last minute. You have definitively decided to go see Taylor Swift over Aaron Judge coming up this summer. You have made that decision. To be fair, to be fair, the Yankees are in town for three games. Taylor Swift is in town for two shows. I'm going to go to one of the shows. So I'm going to, it's not like I'm not going to see Aaron Judge. I'm just going to miss him for one night. Okay. See, I don't, I don't want you to feel bad, but I will also be missing one of those Yankees series games. Because you're going to the show with us? It, it's, it's, no, no. It, it's better for me. Heartwarming. It's my aunt slash godmother's 75th birthday. So we're having a nice little surprise party. So. That's, oh my gosh, I hope she doesn't watch this show. Not a big fan. No, not a big um, fan. She's wait, a, which night? We haven't talked about this. <laughs> it's, it's Saturday. It's the same day as the Taylor Swift show. Okay, all right. We're going to have to. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Look, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Taylor Swift only comes around once a year. My aunt only has a 75th surprise birthday party once a year also. So you know what? Like, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll be fine. But I will say that my Aunt Pat does have a Broncos tattoo. She's a she, diehard Broncos fan. Really? Does your Aunt Pat live out here? Yeah, she lives in the Springs, Colorado Oh, okay, Springs. okay. Yeah. She, uh, she paved the way. She paved the trail for everybody else that has come to move to Colorado. So I'm glad we're talking about this here on our live show. <laughs> I know people, anyone who tunes in right now that are saying, say what? And that's a segue transition to a fun game we love to play that Susie loves to host. Say what? All right, Patrick, I'm going to give you some out of context quotes and you're going to tell me who said that. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Let's start off. This is a, this is a, a, a long one. All right. Quote, if you know me, you know, competition is everything to me. And it kind of felt like I was being called out there looking back on it. Probably not the wisest decision I've made in my big league career. Patrick, who said that? And also, what were they talking about? Wow. So it looks like the silhouette looks like Sasquatch. Again, one of the reasons why you need to make sure you're watching over on the DMVR Sports <laughs> channel on YouTube. And it's somebody was not happy with the decision that they made. I mean, you know, managers do get thrown out of games. That happens. Usually they're not very apologetic. Also, they don't have long hair or hand tattoos. 
Gabe Kaplan, of course, the exception to that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Jorge Alfaro. I mean, maybe I missed something, but he's got long, kind of curly hair like that. It was that was is so. Alfaro? That is so random, and you're so wrong. It was actually uh, Phillies pitcher Matt Strom. Uh, he got oh. ejected yesterday because him and Cutter Crawford had an anthem standoff. <sighs> so they were standing there after the anthem. He said uh, Cutter Crawford kind of gave him a look, and he was just like, okay, I guess it's on. So, of course, they both got ejected. Um he, Matt Strom wasn't starting. He's not kind of not even going to be starting anymore. Like he really could have been available for the bullpen because that's where the Phillies oh. need some help. So like wasn't too big of a deal, but also like, you know, maybe maybe he could have been used in that game. Who knows? But yeah, an anthem standoff yesterday. Yeah, you can't do that if you're a reliever. You It has to be like, you know, you're getting the day off or you're on the IL and you can do that. I haven't seen one of those in a while I, it, it's funny there was a there was a rockies game that the last homestand where there were a couple guys on the Rockies side there were like three of them that were staring out um at <laughs> the brewers side and i was like oh, are we gonna get something but the brewers guys just didn't care and they went back in the dugout and the rockies the trio kind of walked back in so i've never seen that happen at coors field but maybe maybe the rockies will participate in some fun Maybe I, uh, you know what? I just love all these goofy things that happen in baseball sometimes. And an anthem standoff is one of them. So silly. That's pretty good. So silly. I like you ready, that. You ready for the next quote? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Quote, what I've been doing is not good enough. It's been really bad. Ooh. Who's been struggling? Who's been Who struggling? Who's been that bad? Well, you know what? the guy who's probably been struggling the most, and it's, this feels like a, a professional veteran type quote where it's short and sweet. You're kind of just hitting it. You don't want to talk about it. You're going to move on. Young guys sometimes will just keep talking to try to figure something out, say something different than just the baseball cliches. Is it Anthony Rendon? You know what? I'm going to just add this one thing. Uh, this is not the full quote. Do you want more of the quote? Oh, I'll take a phone. It was friend. just yes. it was so it was so long. I just wanted to like get to the get to the meat of it. Okay, I'm gonna give you more of it. Quote, I think I've just been really poor and I'm trying to fix it, but I don't know if I'm doing the right things in the cage. I think I've got to do my homework and I feel like I have been trying to do my homework, but what I've been doing is not good enough. It's been really bad. That's the that's more of the quote. Wow. So someone got candid with the media, Patrick. I mean, yeah, it's funny how when, when guys are struggling, you, you don't really hear about them that much. There, there's only two names on the top of my list that I would think of guys who seem like they've been struggling. Juan Soto, I think he's been playing a little bit better, but he hasn't been that MVP candidate that you know the Padres thought they were acquiring. And the other guy that's really been struggling so much uh, is for our Colorado Rockies, uh, and that would be uh, Ryan McMahon. So which is your guess? Oh, okay. Um, Ryan McMahon? You think Rymac said this? No, but it is a former teammate of his. Nolan Arenado said this to the St. Louis Dispatch. He is so frustrated with how things are going for him right now. Oh no, Patrick is frozen now. 
What a shame. We're going to hope we get this is a, actually maybe this might be like the worst time for him to freeze simply because it's supposed to be a game between the two of us. <laughs> but Alyssa, can you believe Nolan Arenado said this? Simply can not. Um, uh, while we wait for, okay, you know, we'll give him like a, like a 30 seconds to he come back. Off, so he might call back in. He might call back in. Okay. Um, there is the next quote that I have. There's a video that goes along with it. So if we don't get him back, maybe we can show that. Let me pull it up on Twitter while we're waiting. Do you want me to pull up the, oh, here he is. Oh, he's back. Is he back? And we're back. And he's back. Patrick, can you hear me? Hello? You? You know what? <laughs> we might just be finishing this show uh, out without him because <laughs> this is just this is the way it is. Alyssa, you're going to you're going to play say what now with me, but I'm going to show you this video. Okay, hang on. Let me see if okay. I can this is now a game between me and Alyssa. What a treat. Guys, this is why we do this live, because live is so fun. <laughs> okay, I see him. He just has you no You see him. Audio. I'll address some of the comments while we're waiting. Um, oh, Mark in the comments. I, can't, I can believe he said it. Him and the team have been really down. I'm guessing you're talking about Nolan Arenado, the quote that we just mentioned of his. Uh, oh, and hey, he's been watching some of the games. So there I we go. Patrick, Patrick, can you hear me? Yeah. Good. Welcome back. I can hear you a lot better than hear you a lot better than I can see Nolan Arenado having some success. Look, Ooh. someone from the main account, and again, don't know who it was. There are all these people that are that have access to the DNVR Rockies account on Twitter. Said, I wonder if the Cardinals would be willing to just trade back Arenado to the Rockies since they clearly don't need him. I I don't know who that was, but that was an interesting comment. I feel like we should you know just mention here on the pod because it's a thing. It's a tough scene. It's a tough scene. Patrick, we got one more quote. Are you ready? I need to get this one. Yeah, I need, I need to you get to get this one. I, I wonder if you will. <laughs> okay. Quote, I'd never experienced something like that before, and it makes me think twice about wearing a cup now. Patrick, who said that? First off, think twice about wearing a cup? Like... Your thinking should be over. If there's anything that happens in regards to that, like you don't need to think. Like there's a reason why you're probably talking about this. You're overcomplicating. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, Akil Badu, when you get hit sliding ah! to second base like that, you know what I'm saying? Akil Badu, let's go. We're Listen, cup. yes, you are correct. Listen, when you've experienced that kind of pain, not that I've experienced that kind of pain, but I'm assuming he doesn't have all of the right words right there for him. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a tough scene. But uh, Akil Badu said that to MLB.com's Jason Beck after that interesting caught stealing where a ball hit him right in, right in his, his parts. Yeah, he didn't get caught stealing but he definitely got caught we'll just leave it at that <laughs> like oof that was rough yeah that, that was, was rough i don't that was a tough understand. tough scene you have to be wearing a, a protective cup just at all times you just gotta i don't know i i don't i don't really have any input on this because i i just can't relate simply um so we'll leave it at that <laughs> Excellent. Well, look, we got a we got a Pirates game uh, to watch. Rockies trying to avoid 
the sweep and win a game. Again, they've never been totally shut out and shut down by the uh, by the Pirates in a season. Will they go 0-6? Uh, I don't think so. Who, who are we going to get a win from? Is it going to be Connor Siebold today, or will it be uh, tomorrow's pitcher, Mr. Ryan Feldner? Ooh, um, I think I would put my money on Ryan Feltner. He's a big Midwest guy. That's true, yeah. Yeah, he could. Uh, actually, excuse me, it's not Ryan Feltner. It's Antonio Senzatella. I forgot. He's he's so new in the rotation. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Yeah, no, you know what? I would also put that money on Senza. Yeah, I think I think they'll they'll have they're gonna win one of these next two. They win two in a row from the Pirates. I mean, as you pointed out, you know they've struggled a little bit, but um, look, this is why we play the games. That's uh, baseball. Why, that's baseball. This that's is why baseball. we have an account on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. This is why I'm at Patrick D Lyons on Twitter. And you know what? Uh, I'm at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. No one knows why. All platforms. All platforms. All platforms. Well, this has been wonderful. I'm glad everybody enjoyed the 1987 sheet of Topps cards behind me. We'll have to share that out a little bit. Um, I feel like that's given us some momentum here, Susie. But unfortunately, okay. we, we can't just keep it and just claim it as it were because they, they say something. They, they say something about momentum. Who are they and what do they say? I, a, I don't know who they are. But what they say is, I can hear them. I can't see them or know anything about them. But they say, your momentum is only as good as your next show. So we will talk to you tomorrow on Wednesday, post-game about 1 p.m.-ish on the DMVR Sports Channel here on YouTube.